Hello, listener. Welcome back to the Practice Human Podcast. It has been a minute, and by a minute, I mean exactly two years since I put out the last Practice Human episode. I'm recording this episode just to give you some background and some information about where I'm heading with the podcast as I bring it back two years later. This is a bit of a reboot, a little bit of change here, and I just want to orient you to where we've been, um, where I am right now, and where I'm headed with my intentions for this podcast. It is fall here in New York City. Fall, for me, always brings about feelings of new beginnings and also nostalgia all wrapped up together in one cozy fall blanket. So um, I wanted to start by giving you all, if you're new here to the podcast, some information on how this podcast began, why it began, and um, some background about me if you're a new listener so that you have an idea of where I'm coming from just in my frame of reference or my scope from transitioning through uh, various modalities of the health and wellness world. Lived experience is really important as we start to delve into issues about health and wellness. So uh, to catch you all up, if you're kind of new to Practice Human Podcast and you're new to my work, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I was going through as this podcast began and then where I am now as, um, as I bring it into sort of its next, its next big chapter. I started Practice Human in the fall of 2018. It was a big period of growth for me. I was questioning my existence as a yoga teacher at the time, going through a pretty big existential crisis in my life. I had felt that I'd come to a turning point in teaching yoga where I was not able to hold that practice um, responsibly as a teacher of yoga, primarily because my interest had grown so broad and so far outside of the scope of the yoga practice that I had decided that I was no longer calling myself a yoga teacher or calling what I taught yoga. I was exploring a range of um, movement modalities and athletic pursuits, including kettlebell training at the wonderful Five Points Academy down in Soho in New York City, and training with Strong First Kettlebell instructors online. I had hired a personal trainer because I was like, hey, I want to learn power lifts, and I want to start lifting heavier and um, learn a little bit about what that requires and how to program that and how that might um create some major shifts shifts and changes for me in um in a number of areas of my life and that's something that we'll, we'll get to throughout the the episodes of the podcast how strength change strength chaining tra- <laughs> I can't talk how strength training really changed me in a, in a lot of facets of myself. And um, also in the fall of 2018, I did um, the functional range conditioning, mobility specialist training, just the week, weekend kind of preliminary training for that. And that lit up a lot of things for me. More than the, I think, than the training itself, what lit up for me at that time was being there that weekend and seeing all of the various Um, practitioners in the room. It was a room full of strength and conditioning coaches, uh, physical therapists, dancers, yoga and Pilates teachers, uh, folks from a number of different disciplines in the martial arts. And I was just so overwhelmed by the the interdisciplinary group of people in that room. And, um, And it got me thinking about kind of all the ways that these disciplines connect and complement one another and are are different for 
uh, creating wonderful variety um, for us in our training modalities. And um, and I wanted to have a little bit more in-depth conversation with folks across multiple modalities. And that is how the Practice Human podcast was born. It was really a show about me being in transition. And um, I, I think I started it partly for selfish reasons because I was looking for new ways to identify myself across a, a pretty overwhelming span of modalities in health and wellness. And I just kind of wanted to chat with some friends and colleagues who I looked up to and admired and put out some really good user-friendly information to the general population. So uh, I think I, I was able to accomplish some of those things in the, the early episodes of Practice Human. And, um, and I'm really, really proud of, of that work and what came out of those conversations. I think they really hold up today. So if you've listened to those in the past, thank you for listening. If you are new to the Practice Human podcast, please feel free to peruse past episodes. There was a huge evolution in the podcast between 2018 and 2020 when I was creating these first uh, kind of season of episodes. I taught myself how to make a podcast primarily through YouTube videos. And just if I had any question about how to do something, I would Google how to record in two channels into GarageBand, things like that. Uh, I did it all through the the power of uh, Google searches and YouTube tutorials. And uh, it started pretty rough. And maybe it still is a little bit rough. And I'm okay with that. I'm actually recording this episode right now from inside my closet, not really inside my closet. I don't I, I'm not going to pretend to have that that fancy or big big a closet in my little apartment in New York City, but I'm kind of like backed up against all of the hanging clothes and soft things in my closet, sitting on a yoga blanket and bolster um, to dampen some sound, and uh, and so I'm like in this cozy little nest of soft things. Um, to record super profesh, record this podcast and get it out to you. Also, my cats love it, by the way. They love to, to come into my little podcast recording fort and hang out with me. And um, and you'll probably hear sounds from them every once in a while. It is inevitable that they will come galloping through the room when I'm recording. So um, if you hear that, that is my cats, Cleo and Loki. I want to express my gratitude to all the guests that I had on the um, first two years of the podcast. Just a phenomenal group of educators and coaches and clinicians and people who just love, love, love to move their bodies in um, in a number of different ways. And um, so another piece, one other thing I wanted to get to here in terms of what was going on in the fall of 2018 is it's a pretty big one. I began my first full-time semester in school for physical therapy. I was learning a lot of new things. I was going through another kind of crisis and, you know, questioning, going down the rabbit hole of questioning all the things I thought I knew and um, trying to apply vast past knowledge from 14 years as a, a teacher of yoga movement to what I was learning uh, in, in PT school. In the space between <laughs> those last episodes in the fall of 2020 and now two years later, I, um, I was pretty distracted and pretty busy, as you might imagine. Finishing up PT school during a global pandemic, uh, I attended many of my final didactic type 
classes online on Zoom, and um, it it really was was not cute. It was not a good time. I'll just come right out and say it. Um, it was a very dark time for me to try to get through the last part of PT school with so much of our content brought online and then um, transitioning into my clinical affiliations at a pretty scary, scary place in New York City, um, working in the acute care setting before vaccinations were available and um, and then and then transitioning out into the outpatient outpatient setting where I where I currently work. So it was it was a tumultuous time, and um, I'm glad to have gotten through it. And I'm very proud that I have now graduated with a clinical doctor in physical therapy. I am Dr. Caitlin Casella, and all last summer in um, the summer of 2021, I think that was yes, I I took my licensure exam, became licensed to practice physical therapy in the state of New York, and I am now over one year into clinical practice at. Um, a wonderful little clinic in um, uh, Flatiron area, or Nomad area, um, Midtown Manhattan, called Gotham Physical Therapy, and I'm really honored to be there and to work with the folks that I work with there. Um, I have the great privilege of offering uh, one-on-one treatment sessions in physical therapy, and I'm just really loving the work that I do. A quick note about this podcast structure. Something that I've been striving for over the last few years is getting over my perfectionism. So I'm letting things here be rough. You will hear all of my ums and pauses and flubbing words and losing my train of thought. And I think I will keep these these recordings pretty uh, true to their recorded form um, without a whole lot of editing. I do organize my interviews when I have guests on the podcast, but these talks have always been and will continue to be unscripted, mostly unedited, allowing the conversation to meander into side topics when necessary, when interesting. I think that's a great way to learn um, to just kind of think out loud and, and get across ideas. I think it's also a great way to build community because when we're able to express ourselves through real personal, intimate personal stories, I think it helps us uh, connect with our our own work and our own studies in a clearer way. I think it helps the folks that we're working with kind of see see themselves in um, in the support community that, that they have to see those similarities. And I think it can help you, the listeners, just kind of on a bigger level, um, feel like you're a part of the conversation when things are uh, more immediate and a little bit more um, intimate and unrehearsed. So I'm striving to to get over perfectionism for a number of reasons. Uh, I've been procrastinating recording this episode for a couple of weeks, and I find it's just the only way to be like, eh, I'm just going to do it, put it down, ship it, <laughs> get it out of here. So, um, so it's really the, the only way I can, I can get through it and get some of this, what I think are, are pretty important conversations um, out into the world. And then, and then for other reasons as well, I think um, getting over our perfectionism is a, a huge step in um, shedding some light on and dismantling some of the structures of our capitalist and white su- supremacist society. So it's going to be rough, and I'm going to say done and done, right? Perfect. Don't they say perfect is the enemy of done? <laughs> I don't know who says that. I got that somewhere, but um. So if you're listening, and I picked that up from 
from you or you know where I picked that up from. Um, Thank you for that, Jem. A little bit of a different focus now as we're moving into these new episodes because I am now coming from a a clinical lens as a physical therapist. I will will be speaking more with um, professionals in healthcare and those that support our health and wellness. I'll also be talking to people in modalities like yoga and somatics, uh, strength and conditioning coaches, people in athletic training, body work, indigenous medicine, and mental health spaces. I hope to make these talks in-depth enough that they'll be interesting for clinicians and teachers and coaches, but I also do want to eliminate some of the jargon that can create barriers for folks in the general population. So that means that we will always make an effort here to define terms and um, speak with everyday examples and um, just hopefully make this information as as user-friendly as possible to both um, provide a little bit of maybe support or insight or shop talk for those that work in the field, but also a lot of um, of great information for um, uh, those of you that are just here for your own personal knowledge and understanding. And that's always a bit of a conundrum um, as an educator. If you're an educator and you're listening, you know how hard that is to um, to work kind of both sides of um, those that have a little bit more experience and in-depth knowledge, and then also those that might be kind of new to the new to this information and um, exploring it for the first time. So we'll try to bridge that gap a little bit and just kind of all all get on the same page here together um, with these talks. One big question that is driving my work and my curation of the Practice Human podcast is examining those kinds of barriers to folks um, uh, working on their own health and wellness. So um, systemic factors that can create barriers to care. Um, I'm looking at how health and wellness can really only be partially left up to the individual and um, how our wellness as a society really depends on our collective care. Many of my interviews will examine overlapping layers of health and wellness with social and economic and environmental factors and politics. These words like mind, body, and spirit and also kind of wrapped up with behavior and environmental and societal conditioning. These are sometimes compartmentalized in a way that I think is really false that that these there's a continuing continuum here. These these ideas are completely um, intimately related, especially in a in a healthcare rehabilitation setting. So I I will also be focusing a little bit on this sort of inseparable entity of, uh, of the person with, with all that they encounter in their environment and in their society. This is a big area of physical therapy that we focus on. And, um, and so part of this too is just my mission and advocating for physical therapy as um, a little bit more of a holistic treatment modality, really. Um, physical therapists have, have the great privilege to spend a good deal of time with patients one-on-one and can sometimes help patients connect the dots between uh, various healthcare providers or um, various realms of their lives that are kind of occupational and social and the environment that they're living in along with the physical and the mental, emotional, and behavior behavioral aspects of, um, of themselves. So I, I 
really look forward to kind of using my lens and my skills in physical therapy and my advocacy for the physical therapy profession to bring in, invite in, really welcome uh, interdisciplinary approach and a lot of folks from from other types of treatment modalities. I think just the more tools we have in the toolbox and the more we embrace of other ways of doing things that might be a little bit different than the than what we do or what we believe in. I think that's really important because uh, everyone responds to different treatments in different ways and certain things work for certain people. And, and I'm all for just kind of expanding um, and embracing like a little bit bigger toolbox. One other thing I want to mention on the topic of advocacy is that I I have always been, um, at least for the last few years, if you know me, you know I've been interested and engaged in organizing at the community level and equitable business practices. So I have a number of friends and colleagues who are part of the efforts here in New York City to unionize yoga teachers. It was a very unique effort in the United States, one of the first of its kind um, to, to bring about attempt to bring about uh, unionization of yoga teachers. It um, Unfortunately, those efforts ended when uh, the studio where, where they were organizing closed all of its studios here in New York City at the start of the pandemic. Some of the people that were involved in those efforts came together early in the pandemic, and we started the Connective Cooperative. It's a cooperative of teachers. And um, I was really honored and um, happy to be a part of that group for about two years. It is with a heavy heart now that I announced that I have left the Connective as a co-founder and co-owner and teacher, but um, I've in no way left them. I am not leaving them in any way in spirit or in support. Um, We'll always be hugely supportive of the efforts of the Connective, and you will probably hear from a couple of folks who are um, co-owners and teachers there uh, on upcoming episodes as well. So while I am departing, I am not at all far away from that group, I decided it was time for me to just really buckle down and focus on my clinical work as a physical therapist and also my work here to bring back um, the podcast and uh, and a little bit more of this type of uh, educational pursuit. One last note I want to give is that I will not have any advertisements on this podcast. At least I don't intend to do so right now. So bringing this to you ad-free and free of cost. This is my passion. It is something that I really love to do because I like to talk with all these smart and amazing people that I know. (laughs) I like to uh, bring some free education to the community that is important for me. So one thing I do ask if you're interested in supporting the Practice Human podcast is that you follow the podcast. And what I mean by that is um, like, literally click the button to follow the podcast on your podcast platform. This is the same as subscribing. I believe most of the platforms now just call it follow. So if you're on your phone right now, go into either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to. I think on Apple Podcasts, there's three little dots in the top right-hand corner. You click there and click follow. If you're on Spotify, just on the main podcast page, there'll be a follow button that you could hit. If you could take just 
two seconds to do that right now while you're listening, I would really appreciate it. It will help our conversations reach a wider audience and um, help more folks benefit from this information that we're bringing, uh, bringing to the public. So please do that now. If you also have a a spare extra little bit of time to uh, click the five stars to give us a five star rating and, um, and even leave us a review, that would be really amazing. I've set up an email specifically for this podcast. It is hello at Practice Human, and I welcome any of your questions um, about episodes, any topic ideas that you have or guests that you want to recommend for the podcast. Please drop me an email at hello at practicehuman.com. I will look at all of those emails. I will respond to them, and I will act on (laughs) your questions and ideas and recommendations. So um, please be in touch. I I just want this to be uh, a community that involves you, the listener, in in kind of an active role of participation. So so please be in touch in that way. Um, I've also started a a website, uh, practicehuman.com, and that email address for contact is there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram on my personal page, Caitlin Casella. I've decided to keep everything just on the one Instagram page. So if you want to get podcast updates along with um, videos of me rolling on the floor with the cats in my living room and all the other nerdy movement and cat things that I post on Instagram, you can follow there as well. So I'm looking forward to a new new season or something. I, um, I, I had intended to batch record a bunch of interviews over the summer and, and put them out at very regular, like every other week type intervals throughout the fall. And life got in the way, me just wanting to slow down and chill and savor the last bits of summer got in the way of that. I want to be in a place where I'm not rushing the guests with interviews. So things will come out at irregular intervals. Um, That's, again, part of just my practice of um, it doesn't need to be perfect. Um, It'll get done and it'll get done at some point. And I also I kind of like the idea of keeping these episodes new and fresh and and of the moment. So rather than batch recording and putting things out on the air a while later, I, I really do feel that recording and then posting um, is a nice way to keep keep a conversation going or keeps even some continuity in conversation from one episode to the next and uh, and keep things really intimate and immediate. So thank you for your patience as um, episodes come out at uh, probably pretty irregular intervals. But if you are subscribed or if you are following um, the podcast on the podcast platforms, uh, you'll get a little notification when a new episode drops. Um, That is all from me for now. Thank you for listening and thank you so much for being here.